But let's uh, let's go to the let's go to the Word of God. You know, we, I miss my church family, but I know that God's doing something. Let's look at uh, the book of Hebrews. God gave me a few scriptures uh, to start off with. I usually walk around as you know that I do congregation. I'll try and get, make eye contact with you, but uh, um, you know, I just let me let's pray and and let's see what God does. But I, I just pray, Lord God, that Your Holy Spirit, I know that is in every house that's watching this, that's that's watching this. Uh, <clears throat> what we're doing right now, Lord God. So I pray, Father, that you would be in our midst, Lord, that it would be as if we're all gathered together in one place, God, that your Holy Spirit will come in power, Lord, that you would teach us, that you would comfort us, guide us, Lord God, that you would convict us, counsel us, Lord God, that you would be in our midst, Lord. I pray that your word will go out and accomplish and fulfill what you predestined for it to do at this time, God. I thank you that this is opportune time for the church and that you're doing something amazing in this time, God. So I pray that you you will use me and that you will anoint me and that your word will come forth in truth and power, that it would strengthen your people, God. And Father, that, that I would just be simply used as a vessel for your honor and your glory. Have your way today. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> so my suggestion to you is, being that I can't see you in this room, is to get a hard chair because you might need it so that you're not in the sleeping section today, amen. Uh, and, and maybe if you feel really tired, you can, you're welcome to put a couple of thumbtacks on there. So, uh, so anyways, we're going to see what God does. But he gave me some, a couple of passages we're going to continue on with a message that I started last week, and the message is this, God's got your back. I'm going to review a little bit, and then, uh, and then we'll get into what, uh, what God gave me uh, for today. So again, I thank you for being here with us. Let's take a look at, at the Word of God and, and, and see what He says. Hebrews 10.25 says, Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. But let us encourage one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. So, you know, we're, we're called to encourage one another, but there is a day that, that's approaching. This is not a surprise to us. We've been talking about this for years. We've been preaching about it for years, and, and uh, it shouldn't be a surprise to the church either. You know, I know that, that God is doing a work. He's, he's refining his church at this time. And, and I believe that he's calling us to a place of, of surrender and submission and, and, and truly repentance even as a nation. I know that, that as I, uh, you know, the more and more that I see, the more and more that I pray, because I think there's a lot of people praying now. I know there is. Even us that, are, that serve the Lord, we're, we're finding more time to, to pray. And I know that we, uh, you know... It, you know, as we, we've, we're understanding that we've taken a lot for granted, including, including the Lord, including church. But I thank God that we can still gather together as a family. And, and one thing I got to say is this, you know, as, as, uh, as we are here, and there is five of us here, but the reality is, is this, and I want to say this again. I said it last week. It is uh, legal as far as what, what the governor said that we can gather together if as a church if we wanted to 
So, and, and I don't want to be in, in rebellion, and I don't want to be in, in involved in lawlessness, but I do wanna, want you to understand that the church is, is, is a place where, where obviously we see our governing uh, officials, that they understand that, that we move and operate by faith. So we're here by faith today. I had to let you know that. You know me, I kind of uh, uh, have a big mouth, so I say a lot. But anyways, just uh, let's pay attention to what I'm going to say today because there's a lot of information that I have. Um, <clears throat> as, I was, as I was praying, you know, today about, uh, about what to share on and, and what God wanted me to, you know, to, to, to point out, I have another, I have one more scripture, one more passage, and then we'll, uh, we'll look a little closer. The Bible says in, in Luke um, 3, 9, it says this, and, and as I was doing my study, you know, the Lord pointed this out to me. The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. So we understand that... that uh, that there is is a, a refining. God's doing something. He's calling his church out. You know, as we've talked, some of us have talked about it, and some preachers have said that the church is is basically you know the sleeping giant, and it's time for that giant to to arise, and it's time for us to to truly take our rightful place. And and I'm going to talk a little bit about. I want to remind us about who we are positionally. And I want us to understand about the responsibilities that we have. But I also want you to know that God has placed an anointing upon you and I uh, for this time. But as I was praying and I was just kind of uh, uh, just looking across the nation and, and understanding really the, the, the rebellion and, and the lawlessness that, that there's been in this nation and, 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 re- and truly in this world. And I'm not, you know, again, surprised about what's going on. I, I, you know, it's, I'm grieved because people are, are hurting, people are getting sick, people are, are, are dying because of this. I'm going to call it a plague because that's, it, it, it falls under the category as a plague, like I mentioned before. But as, as, as this plague has come forth and I see the families that are hurting through it, it grieves me. And, and, uh, and it, it, of course, it saddens me. And, and of course... You know, it angers me because I know that, that, uh, that there's an enemy that wants to steal, kill, and destroy. But, and, and I see this being that we're not being able to, to get together. I see this as, as maybe a, a, an indirect attack on the church, uh, preventing us from getting together and, and, being to, you know, and coming together in fellowship. So I see that. I see, I see how, how even, I'll say it, how Satan's using this to prevent us uh, from coming together. So, you know, I did some, some research on, on our nation, and I'll, I'll start with, with New Mexico. You know, we're still an, uh, a state that is, uh, um, you know, we're, we still have legal partial birth abortion. And I know many people come from around other states to, uh, because of that. And, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because truly our nation needs to turn to God. We need to repent and we need to, we need to get away from, you know, I, I want to tell you because I see that, that, that we're so divided and, and everybody, you know, claims we want, we want to have rights in this and rights in that. But I know that the day that I gave my life to Christ, I gave up all my rights. I gave up all my rights as far as, as, as personally what I think, what I feel, what I, what I want, what I believe, what, this, what, what my flesh or this carnal nature would desire. 
And, and I surrendered and submitted to the word of God, which is truth. Which everyone that proclaims or professes to be a Christian should follow truth as far as the word of God is concerned. So our, this, is our, this, is, this points to truth right here. And out of this word, that's where we could gauge every single thing that comes our way and understand what is truth and what is not truth. So, so this is our gauge right here. And, and I, and I want to make it clear uh, the congregation, you know, knows my testimony, but I want to make it clear that I did come out of a lifestyle of, of just um, anything went in the way that I lived. You know, addiction, uh, uh, you know, the violence, whatever, everything, whatever I felt, whatever felt good to me, I did it because that's what I, what I did. I mean, I was abu an abuser, uh, uh, you know, just, uh, it, it was, it was, uh, that's what, what I thought. I thought, you know what, I've, nobody's going to tell me what to do. Nobody's going to, nobody's ever going to tell me what to do. I live my life like that, and I'll tell you, it just brought to me destruction. It brought to me uh, pain. And, and I'll tell you, it wasn't until I gave my life to the Lord 20, uh, 23 years ago that, that things changed for me. So I'm not talking about somebody who's judging anybody or, or judging the nation, but I know that truth builds a wall around us, a wall of protection. But when we start gauging truth to what we feel and what we think, then what that does is it starts tearing down the wall and it allows things into our lives, into our nation, into our homes, into our churches that bring destruction. So as I was praying about, you know, about these things and the Lord, you know, showed me about New Mexico and I was, I was just kind of going over the land and I understand that, you know, big cities are very liberal right now. And, 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 really, and so are small cities. We were very liberal. I was a very liberal person too. But, you know, as I'm, I'm just trying to get to the root of what's going on. Because there's a lot going on. The world has been brought to its knees. And, and there's an understanding in that all we have to do is look around. You know, and, and uh, so as I was just researching, and I'm not being judgmental upon these places, I'm just saying we as a country have to repent. But as I was, as I was researching about these big liberal cities, I'm going to read what I found on the internet statistically. In 2015, 35% uh, of pregnancies ended in abortion in New York City. That's one-third. Uh, a little over. Um, in 2019, the state of New York passed a law allowing abortion all the way uh, to full term. So I'm giving out statistics and I'm not, I'm praying for the people in New York. I'm praying because I know God is doing a work and they need a touch from the Lord right now. But I'm praying alongside with them and along with our small community that we turn to the Lord and we turn away from the things that we know that are not right as far as the word of God is concerned. And that we stop using God's name like if we're in alignment with him, but yet we're going against uh, what, what he says is truth. Yeah, I looked up San Francisco uh, in, in 2015, there were uh, 16,000 births and 18,000 abortions. So, so I'm looking at these statistics, and, and, uh, and, and I know that, and I'm not saying this plague is from God. I'm not saying that it's not, but I am saying that God used certain things to judge, uh, uh, you know, certain uh, nations. And, and, and I'm telling you that, that we better align people. This is just the beginning, and... and uh, 
And God's calling us to turn to Him. We've trusted in, in our own understanding for so long. And, and, you know, as us as people, as we think that we know it all. I, see, I look around and I see, you know, as far as science, as far as we think we know it all. And, and basically, it reminded me of the Tower of Babel, when, where, where basically they're, they're built, they're, they think they're gods. We think that we, that we have all the solutions. But I want to tell you right now, God is sovereign. He knows it all. And, and he is mighty, and, and, and he is sovereign, and he's still on the throne. So it's very important that we understand that. So for me, at, at this time, I believe that it's exciting times. I'm, I'm not afraid. I'm, I, you know, I, I got to tell you that I got the peace. The Bible says that God gives us the peace that surpasses all understanding. You know, I, I should have been dead a long time ago. So whatever happens through all this happens, of course, I'm going to be cautious, I'm going to be careful, I'm going to be obedient, and I'm going to fall under what the law says. But also, I know that God's hand of protection is upon those who love Him. And if we love the Lord, He's going to protect us. So, uh, you know, this is a time for those of you, I'm hoping that it's not only the congregation that's listening. I, you know, to me, it's an exciting time because we have a new tool. We have a new tool that can reach the other side of the world. You know, I know that prayer, and you've heard me say it, is, is an intercontinental ballistic missile. We can pray for another nation across the world and we can see God move. But now we have a tool. We have a tool that, that carries the word of God all the way across to the ends of the earth. So I'm excited about that. And this is a new tool for us. Uh, you know, don't, uh, I'm, I speak the truth and I know that, that, uh, that the truth can be offensive uh, I know that God steps on my toes when I read scripture sometimes because it's truth. And he's bringing adjustment into my life and he's bringing alignment into my life. So, you know, it can be offensive to me and it can be offensive to you. But God just wants to simply protect us, align us, uh, anoint us, which means empower us with his spirit so that we can walk in the fullness of who he's called us to be. Amen. So, again, these are exciting times. We're, we're, we're getting closer to the return of Christ. We've, we, those of us that have been in church, I've heard about it from since I gave my life to the Lord, you know. I think Jesus is coming back. Jesus is coming back. Well, the reality is this. When we see what's going on around us, we understand that he is coming back. Uh, this, nobody can control this that's going on. We're, we're trying to do our part to be able to put a stop to what's happening, but it's out of control. Nobody has found the solution to control this uh, 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 virus that's, that's taking place, this plague that's taking place. Uh, nobody has found the, uh, how to control it. So right now, really, we're, we're in, 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 you know, we, we got to cry out that God would have mercy. That God would have mercy in this time because of the fact that he's the only one that can bring truly bring healing to our nation and, and to this, uh, this sickness that's taking place. So, <clears throat> and a few, uh, you know me, I can be a little bit long-winded, but we're, we're going to survive it. Um, all I can tell you is wake up. If you're going to sleep, wake up. I can't see anybody uh, falling asleep like I do on Sundays, but wake up wherever you're at. Amen? So, and, and that means more, the more, not just from sleeping, but from our slumber. From, from our laziness, and this is, this is me also, from our laziness or our lack of prayer, our, our laziness of, or our lack of being involved in church, our lack of involvement, our lack of desire to even fulfill what God has predestined in our lives. 
we need to have a, a, a desire and a passion for, for the service of the Lord. We got to be more passionate about God than, than anything else because as we're seeing, He's all we got. I remember I went to, we went to on vacation years ago to a third world country. They, they were, you know, they were hurting. There was no jobs. There was no, I mean, the unemployment rate was, was so high. All these people had was Christ. So I want, you, I want to tell you right now, all we have is Christ. But I want to also uh, assure you of this. Christ is all we need. He's all we need. He's all we need. So you grab a hold. You know, I'm praying that this, that this message will, will, will produce faith within you. That's what my prayer has, has been. Again, God is, is refining his people. He's refining our lives. He's bringing us into alignment as the church of God. As the house of God, God is bringing us into alignment. Because we know that, that, that sometimes we, we stray. And we know that even that, that no matter what, we got to understand that sometimes even our service to the Lord can become repetitive. Therefore, it can become religious. Therefore, we lose our passion and our fervor, fervor and, and our desire. And we become unproductive Christians. So God wants us to be productive in what we do. He, I mean, there's a, a, a harvest out there. And, and, and I'll tell you what, God is, is ready to bring in the harvest. The, the sickle is out there, and God is ready uh, to bring in the harvest of the good stuff. God is ready to bring in people, and we got to be prepared. We can't miss this opportunity, and we can't miss what's going on through all this and what our responsibility is. So again, I know that God is here with us. I, I, I sense him. So we know what religion does. Religion pushes away, really, Christ. Because, and because we understand this because of this. When Christ made the scene, it was the religious people that came against him. It wasn't anybody else. It was the religious people. Because they had become so accustomed and accustomed in how they were living their lives. They thought they were right. They thought that, 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 that just because they had the temple and just because they had the, the, the law, that they, were, that they were all right and they were in alignment. And Jesus came and he stepped on some toes and he says, you know what? It's time. This is time for change. This is time for realignment. This is time for the church to, uh, you know, to come under God's order. Because without the order in our homes, without the order in our, in, in our, in our churches, and without the order in our government, without the order in, in our cities, then it's an ungodly order. And what happens, it gives a foothold for Satan himself to come in and deceive So we understand that, that, that the truth will push out ungodliness. And, and, and we understand that, 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 that Jesus pushes out religion out of our lives. So it's time to get more serious about prayer. It's time to get more serious about getting into the word of God. It's time to get more serious about our service to the Lord, uh, our service in the house of God. This is a time of seriousness. I'm going to tell you right now, God has activated something. Now it's up to us to, to grab a hold of what he's activated. And it's up to us to grab a hold of the power that he's revealed to us. Through the latter rain that he talks about, there were two rains. The latter rain that he is that he's talked about has given us total access to everything that we need, that we need, every resource that we're gonna that we're gonna need in order to be able to see this thing through, Christian. So I'm telling you that we have been equipped with the power from on high. 
uh, a greater power than any atomic bomb, a greater power than, than the strongest bullet, the, great, the greatest power. It, it, it's, it's such a great power. We have access to it, and God has activated it to us, and he's revealed it to us, and it's up to us to grab a hold of it. So I want to tell you something. These are exciting times. God chose you, okay? Uh, uh, God chose you for, for this time, Christian. This is not a time to be afraid. It's not a time for us to crawl into a cocoon and wait for, for, God, for the return of Christ. This is a time for us to, to tap into the resources that God has given us and a time for us to say, you know what? God is doing something. God sees something in you that you don't see. But that's a good thing. Because the things that you see in you are the things that you're comfortable with and the things that you want to use even in your service to Christ. But those things will not work for you in your future because it's going to take a greater faith to tap into what God already has for you in order for you to be able to persevere. I want you to say persevere in your home. It's time for us to persevere. It's time for us to stand firm. It's time for us to be steadfast. It's time for us to move forward in an aggressive way through prayer, through whatever it takes. It's time for us to move forward. And, and so, so God chose us. Imagine that. I was telling somebody yesterday that he has entrusted us with the times that we live in. He says that he chose the time set and the exact places where we should live. He knew we were going to be here through this. And Christian, I don't want you to be deceived because I, I know there's a, some older folks out there, some older Christians that are, you know, they're like, oh, well, Jesus is coming before the church goes through anything. Christian, you're going to go through some stuff. I want to I wanna be honest with you right now. Get that deception out of your mind. Get, get that de deception out of your mind. I know there's... The conspiracy theorists, there's all these things that, that are coming forward. The reality is this, no matter if it's a conspiracy or not, uh, all this stuff, the God is, is still in control. So God is allowing certain things to take place. He, uh, uh, I'm not saying he caused these things, because that's what we think. We think that everything bad comes from God, and everything good we're not grateful for. But I'm telling you, older Christians, you better get that thought out of your mind and you better put on your big boy pants and you better get ready because the battle is here. It's begun and you're going to have to stand and you can't just sit there waiting. I pray that God activates something within you so that you could respond. I, I do pray that maybe I'm stirring, stirring up some things and, and, and maybe even a bit of an anger. Don't misdirect that anger to me. You let that anger stir you up in order for you to move forward in what God has called you to do. That's the kind of anger that we have. Because look, if God chose us, he's entrusting us with this responsibility. Okay? This responsibility of living in this time. Because it's like I told you when I started out with this message last week. God's concern is for his church. He's looking to see what we're going to do. He's not looking to see what anybody else is going to do, although he sees it anyways, because he's all-knowing. Remember, God sits outside of time, he, uh, and, and he knows exactly the outcome of all this. But he's looking to his church, and he's looking at his church, and he's looking to see what we're going to do as his church. So it's time for the church of God to rise up. It's time for us to rise up, people. It's time we've, you know, we've bought into, and, and, I'm, and I'm guilty of it, I got to say it. We bought into the prosperity gospel. We bought into all these things, uh, you know, because 
you know, we've seen the nation prospering and, and so forth. We bought into it, and it's really been a lie that's even been presented to the church. So us as, as a church needs to reject certain things. I'm not, I, I don't mind prosperity. You know, you know that I don't. You know that I probably have things that I, that I bought that I shouldn't have bought that I, you know, you know that, are, that, that we, that, you know, we're, we, we like things. But I'm telling you right now, uh, things won't save us. And I'm telling you right now that we got to be, pay closer attention to the Lord than we ever have. Because through the refining, there's a shaking taking place. And I don't want to be shaken off. I don't want to be separated as a goat and not a sheep. So it's, it's very important that we're focused on the Lord. We see the prosperity. We, I mean, we were in the middle of, of a prosperity move in, in our country. But now we have passed. Okay, this, I understand this is not a stimulus that's being injected into, uh, into the country's finances. It's not a stimulus. All it is is producing is greater debt for, greater debt for this nation. Eventually, it's going to catch up to us. I don't want you to be deceived into thinking that it's not going to catch up to us. Of course, I'm going to still continue to work. We're working right now. We've been allowed to keep our company open and, and so forth. But the reality is this. Don't depend too much on what your own hands can produce. you got to depend on only what God can give you. And God will sustain you and he'll see you through. But all you're doing, people, you're, you know... For those of you with kids, you're creating a greater debt for, for your kids to pay off. And with the understanding of this, that as we are accumulating and we're desiring, it's only a matter of time before somebody gets into office that's going to be giving free this, free that. All we're doing is creating debt. The money has to come from somewhere. But the good news is this. It's a chance for us to repent as a church, first and foremost, and then as a nation, and then as a world. Because that's what this, that's what this creates within us. A, a, a desire and a heart to be able to serve the Lord, to turn to the Lord, really to, you know, this is a, a, a time of self-examination. See where we're at this way. Uh, uh, see if we're truly tapping into who we are positionally in order for us to be able to move forward. To move forward in our destination and, and, and our purpose. Remember, you're not, an, you're not an accident. You have been, watch, I want to tell you something right now. You are God's set man. You are God's set woman. In this time, for such a time as this, God has raised you up. Doesn't matter what you come from. It doesn't matter what you did in your past. You're covered by the blood. Uh, I'm telling you what, the cross means something. The blood that was shed for you on that cross means something. God is raising you up for such a time as this. God is going to do something through his house. Don't you want to be a part of it? Yeah, I mean, I want to be a part of it and not only be a part of it, I want to do my part in it. So I'll tell you right now that I'm believing for something great through this. This is opportunity. This is exciting. This is not, like I said before, we're not afraid, we're not scared, we're not, man, we're determined is what we are. We're determined as the house of God. We're pushing through, we're praying it through, we're going to come through on the other side purified. We're going to come through on the other side anointed, set apart, submitted and committed to the Lord, submitted and committed to His Lordship. So if those of you that are watching that do not know Christ, I want to tell you God has a plan for you and He will raise you up. 
Man, when I first heard, heard the, the gospel of Christ, I was so high, so high, so high on crack cocaine, I didn't even know what was going on. But there was a word that came forth through me in a situation, in a circumstance like this, and somebody shared the truth with me, and I was ready to hear it. So right now, I know there's somebody out there that's ready to hear this. This is your day, and this is your time. God is looking for you, and he's raising you up at this time. So remember, there's a responsibility. He's provided everything that you need in order to see this through. Because we're just getting a taste right now. When this passes, because it'll pass, don't forget about everything that we went through. And I want to say one more thing about this. Everything's going to change. Things, this is not just going to be okay. We're going to get back to the same thing or same old thing or the same things that we were doing before. No, let me tell you. I believe even that there's going to be a greater persecution on the church. There's, there, there's going to be, uh, 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 you know, certain things that are going to, that are going to change. Uh, somebody was telling me about, you know, cash. They, they brought it to my attention. Look, cash is going to be a thing of the past because there's going to be germs passed, passed on through cash. We're getting closer to what we, would, what we would use, and many of you already use it. You know I'm old school. I have cash. Oh, man, I better not say that too loud. I was going to say I have cash in my pocket right now. But that's not a good thing to say at this point. But I'll tell you this. I use cash. But I see people, and, you, and I've, I've wondered. They go up to the Starbucks window, flash their phone. You know, we're getting into a cashless society. So, you know, what that means, that means, you know, uh, that Satan's bringing things into alignment too. So, you know, our faith is going to be tested. We better watch out. We better be careful. Remember, God has provided all the resources because, look, God has provided all the resources because he alone is our source. We got to make him our source, Christian. We ourselves cannot be our source any longer because I know that we have a lot of things that we think we did. But I'll tell you what, God has to be our source and we got to value what the word says about God being our source. We got to value what he says about our salvation, what he says about finances, what he says about our service to him. We got to value what God has done. We got to value the, the bloodshed for us on the cross. We got to value our salvation. It's got to be the most valuable thing to us. You know, I, 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 I'm praying for those that, 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 you know, many of us are blessed because, you know, of where we live and, and we're able to work and so forth. But there are those that can't. There are those that can't and they're worried about paying their, their bill uh, at the end of the month. They're worried about what's going to happen. They're, they're concerned about what's going on. They're, they're, people are depressed. People are hurting. I want to tell you the good news is this. You surrender your life to God today and he'll bring things into alignment his way. I'm not telling that he'll pour out upon you a paycheck. I'm not telling you that he won't. But I know that if you give your life to him, he'll bring your life into alignment and you'll learn how to trust Him. Because right now what a lot of us are learning is that we can only trust Him. We can't trust anything else. We got to trust in the Lord. So he, He's our source. So what I want to let you know today is it's time to stand firm. We got to stand firm as the house of God. 
We got to stand firm as the people of God. We cannot waver. We cannot give up ground that we've already taken. We got to stand firm. There's more ground to take. I want to tell you that the church has a future. There are things happening. There's a stirring going on. The latter rain has come. God has poured out upon his people. We're ready to receive. See, God has poured out, but we got to be ready to receive. It's up to you and I to say, you know what? I receive what God already has for me. I put my full trust in Him. I surrender to Him. I hope this is resonating in your spirit. I hope that it's digging deep. I hope that it's going down into a place where it's going to produce a crop in your life. A crop of a hundredfold. A, a, a multiplication, not just addition. Something that's going to take place that will be life-changing for you, for me. And, and, and I'll tell you, it, it's up to us. You see, what God is doing, it, when I say that he's looking at, at, at his church, this is what I mean. We're looking at God. And we're saying, God, do something. Why don't you do something? But God is looking at you. And he's saying, you know what? You do something. You do something. I've empowered you and equipped you, and now it's time for you to do something because somebody's got to do something. So it's up to you and I to say, you know what? I receive. We're, we're too, you know, I know that, we, that God is our source, and we look to him as our source, but we can't just say, okay, God, you know, everything's falling apart. Do something. He's saying, you do it. I've equipped you. I've given you all that you need. Access it so that you can move forward in the name of Jesus. That's the good news today. Amen. Uh, I'll tell you that a lot of this stuff is not stuff that I was going to be sharing on, but it's good stuff and it's stuff that's going to sustain us. These are things that are going to carry us through. These are things that are going to see us through. Man, you guys, uh, I, I want to talk to new creation. God has discipled you. You know more than you think that you know. I'm going to tell you what, now through this time, even that we're not getting together, I know we're communicating, but I want to tell you right now, you, you access it. You use what God has already given you. And, and I'm telling you what, we don't want to be unproductive. Unproductive. God has given us uh, the power of God so we can produce something. God planted us in, the, in this community for a reason. And I'm telling you, I'm still believing for a mighty move in Española. doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter. Man, you know what? He planted us here. We can't. You know, the only way for us to go in this community and in our surrounding areas is up. There's only one way to go. That's up. And, and so we're on, a, on an upward motion right now. We're, 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 we're moving forward in, in, in a mighty way, in an aggressive way. This is, our faith is being tested in a way, you know, I, I grieve because we're not together. And, and I say, man, the enemy is stopping us from getting together. But I also rejoice because God is doing something within you in this time. And it's something great. And it's something, he's empowering you with something greater than you ever had before. So you receive that, uh, what he's empowering you with. And you walk in the fullness of knowing who you are in Christ. Positionally, we got to know who we are. Somebody can say amen, even though I can't hear you. Oh, there's people there. My wife is the loudest amener in here right now, uh, which is a good thing to me. That means she's in agreement. So I pray that you will be in agreement with, what, with what's going on. Don't miss out on this. Don't look at it. Don't be afraid. 
Don't be afraid. Don't let people scare you. Don't let anybody, don't let people, uh, uh, the medical community scare I have respect, a lot of respect. And I'm not saying, I'm, I'm obedient in what we're, the six-foot rule, all this uh, hand sanitizer, all this other stuff. I understand it. But I'm telling you, it can't come in and really curb our faith in a way that we're not trusting God in a way that we need to. I'm telling you right now, we can't be foolish, but we got we to gotta trust in the Lord because he's all we got. And again, this is not it for us. This is not it for us. You know, I mean, as we look, you know, and I'm not saying the church is going to go through this, but we look in the Bible and we see a third of, uh, you know, one third of humanity being wiped out. Is that biblical or not? We see it in, in the book of Revelation. We see it. So we see all these things. I don't know what's going to happen between now and then, and I'm not trying to preach doom and gloom. But what I'm saying is your eyes better be open. Remember, I say it almost every Sunday that the Bible says to discern the times. Man, let our eyes be open to understand the times that we live in, not only to see what's going on around us in the natural, but to see what we have access to in the spiritual, to grab a hold of what God has destined for us so that we can move forward. As the church of God. We're the bride of Christ. Look. The church is not going to go limping into heaven. The church is not going to go limping into heaven. Defeated and, and uh, you know. And, 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 and beat up and, and tore up. The church is not going to go into heaven that way. The church is going to go up to heaven. Strengthened. 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 Mighty for the Lord. That's how the church is going to go. That's who we are. We're not defeated. The enemy's been defeated. Uh, coronavirus has been defeated. It's been defeated already. Yes. Don't think that, that, that COVID-19 is something that's, that, that, that's, that's going to be, that's going to defeat the church. That's going to defeat your life. I know you're concerned for your children. Man, don't let that concern get in your way from trusting the Lord with, who, with your children. Because that's all you got. You know, don't fear just trust. We're almost done, Church of God. I hope this has been a, a, an on-fire message for you. Give me one second. I'm going to step away from this. You can take a deep breath because I'm going to, okay? Okay, I'm back. I'm sure I know you're excited about that. I know I am. So we're back. We're back to where we need to be. And, and, uh, and I'm just uh, looking forward to the things that lie ahead, people. Um, I, I know we'll be, we'll be praying together soon. I know that even through this, being that we're going through whatever we're going through, I know that, that, that God is even aligning our prayer life. He's giving us fresh vision. See, we need to have vision. You know, without vision, we're not going to, you know, we lose interest. We lose interest because at least with vision, we have, some, we have goals. We're setting goals. We're setting spiritual goals. Without vision, we're not having those spiritual goals. We're just existing in the house of God. I'm telling you, the time of existing is over. There is no, there is no more time for that. This is time for us to rise up, remember, and take our rightful place as the body of Christ. I'm going to read this last scripture, and then we're going to end it. I'm going to say a prayer for those of us that want to give our lives to the Lord, because I'm believing that there are those that are watching again. I prayed, you know, let this thing be launched out to the other side of the world or wherever it needs to be launched out to, so that people can turn to the Lord. 
So I want to read this scripture and, and uh, this passage, and then, we'll, and then we'll see where the Lord takes us from there. And the Word of God says this, and I'll give it to you afterwards. Therefore, dear friends, since you already know this, be on your guard. There it is. Be on your guard. What do you got to guard? You got to guard everything that you've worked for in Christianity. You got to guard everything that you have, every piece of ground that you have taken in your walk with God, you have to guard it. You got to guard the truth. You guys, you guys, we need to, we need to guard what God has given us as far as truth is concerned. So that you may not be carried away by the error of lawless men. Okay. Uh, so be on your guard so you're not carried away by the air of lawless men. In other words, carried away in our own minds is what happens is we hear certain things and, and, and we, we're not sure if it, it aligns with the word of God, but we're believing certain things that, that might not align. So we need to compare everything to truth in order so that it can resonate in our spirit in order for us to be able to guard and protect what God has already given us. Okay. Because there's a lot at stake. There's many, there's many souls involved. And there's a lot at stake for you. So take it seriously. In air of lawless men. And fall from your uh, secure position. Okay. So let me read that as a whole. Uh, be on your guard. So that you may not be carried away. By the air of lawless men. And fall from your secure position. So I want to tell you right now. That there's security in where we're at. It doesn't matter what's going on all around us. The most secure place we can be is immersed in truth and immersed in walking with the Lord. So we're at a secure place. The only thing that can draw us away as we see are lawless people or, or people that are liars, people that tell. And, and I'll tell you, sometimes they're in church. What? So be careful that you're not being dragged away with certain things and certain ideas that take you from that secure place that you have worked so hard to establish and you're pulled away with confusion. This is time to be stable. This is time to be steadfast. I feel like I'm pre preaching to a room full of people. Amen. I can feel the anointing and the power of God all over me. Uh, send feedback. It doesn't matter if it's positive or negative. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll look at it. But if, you, if this resonates in your spirit, I want to hear it because I want to know that this new thing that we're doing is going to work. So I want to hear what, I want to hear what you got to say. So, um, uh, so we're, we have our secure positions, but watch this. But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and forever. Amen. So as long as we're understanding where we're secure... We're rejecting what's false and we're desiring to grow. That's what's going to provide the stability in our lives in order for us to move forward in this crazy world that's falling apart around us. That's good news today. I'm just about done. So our desire is this. Through whatever's going on, our staying home or whatever, uh, he says, but grow. In the grace and knowledge. Knowledge of God is a good thing. See, knowledge, what it does is it weeds out all that other stuff that we have knowledge of that's not of God. And it plants truth within our hearts and within our minds. 
I'm done. But I want you to pray this prayer with me, whether you prayed it or not. I want you to say, Jesus, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior and in need of a Lord. Somebody to take control of my life. So I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. And I thank you because I also believe that you were raised from the dead under the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And today, I choose consciously to give you my life. I surrender and I ask you to do with me what you will. So if you prayed that prayer, you know, you can... Uh, uh, Can they communicate with us in any way or send a message? Let us know, and we'll be praying for you. Um, leave your number. Uh, so, congregation, we love you, and we thank you for joining us today. To God be the glory. Amen.